2: now
4: Good afternoon, Patriots. Good morning, good evening, whatever part of the world you're on. If the sun is rising, setting, or waning in the sky, it doesn't really matter because you're here with us. And I want you to know that you're someone special. Take a look in the mirror. Realize that you are an important part of this movement. Not because you're here, not because you're watching this show, although I really do appreciate it because you got the guts, you got the the gumption to see it through, to persevere. And you know what? I think that we are on the cusp of greatness in America yet again. Things are happening, my friends, and I'm happy to be here with you. And I'm happy to be here with my co-host Thomas today as well. Hope you guys are having a lovely day no matter where you're at, no matter what you're doing. Do me a favor, don't forget to like and share the broadcast. Help us by putting it out there on your favorite Social media platform, whether that's Truth Social, Gab, Getter, Ye, yeah. Facebook, Telegram. I don't care where it is. Help us out. Appreciate the support. All right. Do me a favor. Sit back, relax and grab your popcorn because we're going to be right back after this. Welcome back. Thank you for being here. Thank you for joining us. And, Thomas, it's looking like maybe it's a little chilly up there in South Carolina. It's a flannel Tuesday.
5: Yeah, man. It's a uh, it's pretty cold. We had a freeze warning this morning and uh, high winds yesterday. It was 81 yesterday, and then we woke up to uh, 31. So that's South Carolina for you. But it's good to be here. It's good to be here with the chat. Good to be here with you, Zach. And uh, 20 days away from midterms, my friends. We Keep are so close. On that.
4: We are so close. You guys all over the nation, these fake suppression polls, they cannot hide the enthusiasm and the support for the America first MAGA Republicans that are going to be booting these Democrats to the curb giving them the pink slips that they needed to be handed so many years ago. But, you know, sometimes, Thomas, it takes a minute for people to get organized. It takes a minute for them to realize what they got to do. Uh, and voting is just one small part of it. But we have to show up on Election Day. And, and you know, there was kind of an argument that uh, that took place this week over social media. People were upset. Uh, you know, President Trump has said before, you know, don't vote. It, like early, you know, don't don't send to the mail and ballots, show up on Election Day. And I think by and large, I mean, you know, that that's not like something that most people can't hang with. You know, I mean, we like to show up on Election Day. We want to see our ballot count. We want to know that yeah. everything is good. But I mean, I'm not going to begrudge you if you have to vote early. You know, I mean, like if 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 for whatever reason, you know, you're not going to be there on Election Day, you can't show up. Um, maybe you're sick. You know, maybe you got cancer treatments or something. So you, you go ahead and go through with the early ballot. There are still ways to make sure that that's going to get into the proper hands. I personally wouldn't be sending ballots through the mail. I'll be real honest with you, but you know, to each his own. I'm not going to say that you're a traitor because you're not showing up on election day. But I saw. Uh, I think it was Greg Phillips. He said, "You know, vote any way that you can." Basically, and people just like skewered him for uh, for for, I guess, not parroting exactly what President Trump said. And, you know, this is uh, a a kind of me building on the same argument I've been making recently about people not having such a like a monolithic thought process like you don't if you don't do or say exactly what the people next to you do or say, that doesn't mean that you're like a traitor to the movement or that you have somehow abandoned President Trump. Um, You know, I mean, the options are out there. If you need to vote early, you know, then go ahead and vote early. If that's the only way you're going to be able to do it. Heck, I want the ballots there and I want to make sure that they're counting. Um, But more than anything, I think it's important that for those of you who can vote on Election Day, for those of you who can work at the polls. And by garnet, you know, work at the polls. Make sure you show up on Election Day. I like showing up on Election Day. I like going in there. I like to see, uh, you know, who's actually working. I I like to get a feel for what's going on. You know, I mean, if I show up and there's a bunch of blue haired weirdos that are uh, manning the voting machines, then heck, you know, I know that something's not quite right. But, you know, we live in a fairly red district down here. It's like 91 percent Republican. So uh, as long as it isn't rhinos that are manning those count machines, then that's
5: good. But. Yeah, at the end of the day, I
4: like to see what's going on. That's just me. But, you know, you do you. Just make sure you vote.
5: Yeah, I mean, 100 percent. I mean, I, I do like going out there and voting on Election Day. I like the camaraderie. Uh, everyone's kind of in good spirits, you know, and it lasts all day. So if you have to work that day, you know, when you get off work, just go out there. Probably won't be as busy. Um, but people I, I mean, this is the biggest election uh, in i possibly i know in my lifetime and many of our lifetimes because we know what's at stake we know what's on the other side of this if we don't turn out in droves goodbye america see ya do you like the way that things are now they're terrible but they can get much much worse if we don't go out there and do our due diligence so make sure you do so don't be that person and uh with all the infighting with all this kind of stuff i've been seeing a lot of that too on telegram and truth Social uh we're not in a cult here like we don't have to like abide by these like rules and somebody said this and somebody said that be a free thinker like nobody's gonna tell me what to do nobody's gonna tell me what to think that was what was so great about how the msm would attack q it's a cult they're telling them what to think they're telling them what to say that was never the case at all because i you know i'm a I'm a fairly intelligent person, and when getting into all of that, like I was like, okay, well, this, this isn't telling me these things. This is oh. basically free thinking, which is beautiful, and that's what we should also be. And so, so stop the infighting, for the love of God. And again, I'm not telling you what to do, but it's, it, we, it sounds like we're a bunch of libs out there. Uh, don't be like that. Come on. Let's no, do better.
4: You're absolutely right. And it always was about thinking for yourself. It was all you know. that's why I tell people to do your own research. Don't trust me. Don't just take my word for it. Go out there and look it up yourself. Find the answers, you know, and then we can come to the same conclusion and then we can, you know, talk about it, have a conversation. And if we don't come to the same conclusion, then we can still talk about it. But yes, I see people. Out there, basically demanding that people do things one way or the other, and it's disheartening to me. I, I feel that um, you know this goes back to the idea that there are major electronic, psychic uh, and, and mental attacks that are going on we We are surrounded by psychological operations all the time, you know, not in a good way. Okay. It is just all encompassing. It's all around us. And especially when we live in this like digital online world and people don't show who they are. And even if they do, you don't really know who they are. Uh, you know, it makes it very difficult to know who to trust. You know, and that's why I continually fall back on my faith. I put my faith in God. All right. I trust myself. Uh, I do research on the people that are around me. You know, and um, I was just thinking also, Thomas, uh, about, you know, people attacking other people for who they associate with or for who they talk to. And uh, and I've been wanting to say for a long time, do you know who I am friends with in this movement, Thomas? I'm friends with the people who aren't dicks. I'm friends with the people who are nice to me. Big time. I'm, right. Yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm I'm friends with the people who don't judge me and who don't tell me who to who to be and, and how to think and how to feel. I mean, that's how I know who to surround myself with. You know, I mean, it's it's got nothing to do with uh, with anything else, you know, and I mean, people uh out there are, are are saying, you know, just horrible things about certain people making insinuations about people without knowing them. I and mean, it seems like there's a lot of ego and and there's a lot of anger out there and you know, that's that's disheartening to me. But you know, there is there's a saying, Thomas, and and it goes like this, the truth will out, okay? And that means that like time is the ultimate arbiter of truth. Over time, The truth is going to be revealed, and whether it's in regards to the character of a person or whether it's in regards to the true nature of a political party like the Democrats, uh, I mean, the time of the matter has now brought out the truth to America. And people have realized what's been going on behind the scenes, and I think that that's going to be universal. I mean, that just happens. You know, whether it's during somebody's lifetime or, you know, after they die and then their diary is discovered or maybe they leave their diary at a rehab center and then their roommate steals it and sells it to Project Veritas. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. the truth comes out eventually. And so, uh, yeah, I, I mean, that's that's really what what it's about to me. You know, I mean, like uh the, the 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 people who tell me who I'm supposed to be and how I'm supposed to act. Those are the ones that I feel like, you know, that's we're not really that close as a result of that. So there we
5: go. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I'm right there with you, and it's and it's true. When we, we think of, like, and this is one thing, like, I love Rumble. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, because there are echo chambers. We are in echo chambers, which stinks. That's why I want all of us back on Twitter so we can get back out on that digital battlefield. But as soon as somebody sneaks in or gets in there on Rumble, you have it. I get it. When there's a troll out there, we can't delete them. We can't block them. So, you know, and everyone gets bent out of shape, and then everyone focuses on on that troll and people get triggered i don't even remember the last time i've gotten triggered like that's such a leftist mentality ideology (laughs) that oh you were mean to me you you know i don't even care anymore like i'm just i'm ready just to plow through this get into the midterms get into 2024 and set things right i'm not worried about your petty bullshit anymore that is such a leftist mentality and i wish they would put that out there but like if someone, these keyboard warriors, that's all that they have. Yeah. When you'd speak about ego. They have a giant ego because they are behind that screen and they can say whatever they want to say. That was what was really fun about Twitter was that dialogue between us and idiots. Yeah. That was so yeah. much fun. And I really wish we could get back to that. But, yeah, you know, hold your ego at the door. Don't be like that. Um, yeah, let's let's I, I just wish Rumble would do that. I wish it would. We were be were able to delete stuff like that. But it also blends us back down into the echo chamber. I wish we could go back on the Twitter, Big Lee, That's what I want. So, uh, uh, too sacred JM says,
4: Zach, I think you're always wrong, <laughs> and I'm fine with that. The <laughs> fact is, you're here. the fact is that you're here. And and here's the thing, guys. When it comes to trolls, when it comes to people that you know, if they're getting under your skin, remember that the, the only way that they can get under your skin is if you let them. You don't have to listen to them. You don't have to believe anything they say. And so therefore, when they come at you and and they're they're saying or doing something that's designed to elicit a response, it's only working because you're letting it work. So just let it roll off your back, man. You know, I I mean, like this is a, a lesson I learned long before I started doing this stuff. Uh, Because, like, you know, I mean, there are always bullies out there. There's always people who either are jealous of you or, or who don't like the way you look or the way you talk or the way you dress. And uh, and they're going to try to do or say something that's going to make you feel like there's something wrong with you. But I guarantee you there's nothing wrong with you, and there's no reason that you need to let these people get under your skin. If somebody is that type of a person, if they're trying to to troll you and, you know, you've done nothing wrong, you know, that says more about them than it says about you. You don't have to let it bother you, you know. So, I mean, we are on a mission. We're going to be saving this country, and we do it one single day at a time, one heart and mind at a time. And as we get closer to the 2022 midterm election season, more and more is being revealed. I want to begin the conversation today, Thomas, uh, by playing what I feel is a a fairly interesting clip from CNN. Now, first of all, Carrie Lake was on CNN, and I thought it was miraculous that they gave her the time at all. Uh, But even CNN realizes that they can't keep suppressing the popular opinion of America, because Americans don't support the Democrats. Republicans have taken over popular support all over the nation. All right. Carrie Lake is going to win. Katie Hobbs just got exposed on Project Veritas. And despite that, she still will not debate Carrie Lake. CNN wants to know why she won't debate Carrie Lake, why Katie Hobbs is staying silent. Let me play this clip for you guys. Uh, And uh, I think that we are in a very different world when the crap news network, which by the way is losing talent by the minute. Okay, every Mm -hmm. time you turn on CNN, somebody else got fired. Dana Bash. I don't think you're far behind. But let's go ahead and listen to this clip of Katie Hobbs and Dana Bash having this uh, conversation.
5: Let me know what they say because I can't hear it on my end. Okay. Yes, I will. Well, Well, she just came and sat down. Hobbs didn't
6: debate her opponent.
4: She just came and sat down with me and and answered my questions for for a lot of minutes. Um, Yeah. A lot of Democrats are questioning your decision and they're saying, you know, it's the wrong decision. President Biden's former 2020 co-chair said I would debate and I would want the people of Arizona to know what my platform is. If you think she's as dangerous as you're saying to democracy, is it your responsibility as a candidate who wants to run Arizona to show and explain who their
0: alternative is?
6: That is exactly what I'm doing right now. And there is a lot more ability to have a conversation with you without her interruptions and shouting uh, to do that.
4: OK, essentially it. Yeah. Dana Bash wants to know, isn't it Katie Hobbs responsibility? If she wants to lead the the state of Arizona, then why is it so difficult for her to get on a stage and have a Nice, normal conversation with uh, Carrie Lake uh, to go back and forth on points to present her platform. And I think that the answer is self-evident, Thomas. You can look at Katie Hobbs and she appears to be as meek as a mouse. All right. She is yes, afraid I that hear it. She's absolutely afraid. Uh, she even just having to be confronted by Dana Bash. OK, Dana Bash is about the most sympathetic character you're going to find for Katie Hobbs. Uh, but. Even talking to Dana Bash, Katie Hobbs seems weak. All right. Yeah. And she is weak. She's weak on the law. She's weak on the rights of the people of Arizona. Katie Hobbs is a dangerous leftist radical, and Katie Hobbs will be bad for the people of Arizona. And she knows that when it comes down to platform and position, if she gets set up and compared directly to Carrie Lake, Carrie Lake is going to come out on top because she's strong. She knows her principles. She knows what the people of Arizona need. She knows their rights and responsibilities that she would have to maintain as governor. And damn, she's going to do a fine job. Let me just say that right now.
5: So. I went into that. I can't hear I don't think I've ever heard Katie Hobbs speak before, so I'm basically going this going into this as a blind guy. I'm listening the first thing out of her mouth. I was like, is this like a, a, a sixth grader we're talking to here? Her voice, just like you said, is so meek and mild, and, and they don't have a leg to stand on. Nobody likes what their policies are, and you know what it boils down to is Carrie Lake's alpha. We see a lot of alpha, alphanized – I don't even think that's a word, but I'm going to make it up. We see a lot of alpha women out there that are showing up: Carrie Lake, uh, Marjorie Taylor Green, et cetera, et cetera. They're more out there for sure. Um, they don't stand a chance against these women, and I like seeing that. <clears throat> I like seeing the American woman stand up. That looks like a lady. She's thin. She looks like a good. She's a good setup. She's easy in shape. on the eyes. Yeah, she <clears throat> looks great. Look over there at the left. They're freaks. They look crazy to me, and nobody wants anything to do with them, and they don't have a leg to stand on. Their policies suck, and that's what it all boils down to. She would be wrecked if she got on a stage with, with Carrie Lake, and we all know that deep down because their points hold no weight, and ours does. They, their truth is nothing but lies. Yes. That's yes. What, it holds no weight, Zach. Katie Homs looks like like
4: she looks like a librarian who's cowering in the corner of an alleyway uh, as a black man walks by and she's clutching her purse. Okay, she's like, you know, oh, no, stay away from me. Don't come after me, even though it's just a dude walking by. Okay, Carrie Lake is the type of woman who would be walking down an alleyway, head held high, looking regal, looking beautiful, and she could probably yes. kick some ass, okay? Somebody comes sure. to take her purse, she's going to kick them in the nuts. Katie Hobbs is going to drop to the ground and say, you know, uh, a, a bunch of bunch of weak things, okay? Where's uh, my
5: secret I, service? Yeah.
4: <laughs> you know, where's my police escort? Defund the police. Um, Johnny... <laughs> Johnny W., he said, uh, what if you but know Johnny. they did something wrong? Would you belittle a lymphoma survivor? And he said it twice. I don't exactly know what you're referring to, Johnny. If you, if you could um, just put a little bit more context into the chat, that would be awesome. But, I mean, I, 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 are, you, are we? is this going back to the statements I made at the beginning of the show? If it is, I guess I still need context. But go ahead. Yeah, drop that in the chat for us. Uh, so, yeah, at the end of the day, Katie Hobbs is going to get mopped up by Carrie Lake. And she knows it's going to happen. All she's trying to do is stave off the inevitable at this point. Uh, you know, when uh, when Carrie Lake was on CNN just before Katie Hobbs, uh, she appeared to be strong, self-determined. She understood, understood the issues. Uh, you know, she did not come off like uh, somebody who was going to be pushed around by the bullies at CNN. I also think that it's worth mentioning here that uh, Tulsi Gabbard has now endorsed Carrie Lake and she's going to Arizona to campaign for Carrie Lake and for um uh Blake um I'm sorry what's his name Blake Masters, Masters. Blake Masters um so you know who and, I'm
5: on the fence about by the way
4: Yeah uh, you know I I think Blake's a good guy I mean I've seen him speak before um you know but at the end of the day what I see here is again a woman who was a nationally renowned Democrat politician who didn't align with the Democrats. I think that she represents more of those middle of the road Democrats who are right. leaning towards a Republican. And so what I think she's going to do there in Arizona and for any other America first candidate that she might campaign for, she's going to show those middle of the road Democrats who maybe have been realizing that they've been brainwashed and they've been lied to. And are looking at the situation, crime, um, you know, just uh, the horrific stuff happening out there on the street, the economy, all that, and realizing I can't keep voting for Democrats. So who am I supposed to vote for? And then somebody that maybe they did respect comes out and says, you know what? You need to vote for these people because they're not they're not terrorists. They're not not right wing extremists. These are people who care about America. Okay, so it's time to put down that left-right paradigm, that that false Hegelian dialectic. Stop thinking about it like that, and think about what's really good for this nation. Is it better for America if we can hold hands and agree to solve the issues that the Democrats have thrust upon us, have forced America to face? All right, because again. it's the Democrats who have put us into this situation right now. They have single handedly defunded the police, ended bail reform, uh, put criminals out on the street, brought illegal aliens across the border. Every single issue that has been uh, of, of great importance to us over the years, guys, it's the Democrats who have now pushed it to the front of the of the heap. OK, it's now the Democrats who have forced America to say, well, geez, oh, Pete's. What are we going to do? How are we going to save our nation? Well, we're going to have to address these top issues that the Republicans have been saying for decades we need to solve. Who knew? Who would have known? It would have been the Democrats who did all of that.
5: Well, all they do is sow division. Everyone can see that. Look at what they've done with the Summer of Love and with George Floyd. Everything like that. What they do is create animosity. They feed off of that, which is so sick. And for Tulsi to go out there... Middle of the road, centrist, probably leaning more conservative now to bridge that gap. Just like you're saying, that's what we need. I'm so sick of the division. It is awful because humans, we're not supposed to be like this. They have created this this atmosphere, which is so damning to all of us. I know that people walk down the streets, and I know that when they see someone with blue hair, or they you know they see a bunch of people that look very leftist, it makes them uncomfortable because you don't know what they're going to do. These people have been cre- turned into drones, into zombies, and I don't know what they're capable of. That's what's scary about it, Zach. <clears throat> and 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 another reason I will uh, another point on uh, Carrie Lake: the reason that she can go up there. And and be a uh, an alpha female is because she knows she's on the right side of history. When you know, you know. Because what she says holds weight and what they say does not. So she knows she's on the right side of history. God bless her. And I love the – I pray that we can get back to that, that bridging of the gap. Because we are so divided right now. And it sucks, man. Because I have a lot of leftist friends who I would really like to go back and talk to. But they don't want to talk to me. It doesn't have to be about politics. We can't talk about the weather. We can't talk about our families. You can't get into it without politics and then causing division, which the Democrats have done. They've broken up families. They've broken up friendships. They've broken up this country. And everyone knows it. And it sucks. And we need to get back to the basics again.
4: I agree. I agree. And,
5: you know, and and I'm
4: not out here stumping for Tulsi Gabbard. Every time I bring up Tulsi Gabbard's name, I see people in the chat say, people are trusting Tulsi. I'm not saying that we need to trust Tulsi. Tulsi is not out there messaging to us. OK, we are firmly in the camp of people like Kerry Lake and Donald Trump. OK, we are America first. We know where we stand. We're registered Republicans, but we are America firsters. OK, Tulsi Gabbard is going to reach across the aisle to those Democrats that are disillusioned with the left. That are disillusioned with the Democrat Party and the damage that the Democrats have done to America. Tulsi Gabbard now straddling that fence, reaching one hand over to Kerry uh, Lake and, and the America Firsters on the right. Another hand over to the Democrats who really don't feel comfortable continuing to support the Democrat platform. And she's going to help those people cross over the aisle and understand that we're not enemies. OK, Uh sure. Tulsi Gabbard has things uh, about her that I don't care for, but she's not running for freaking president. And I, I'm not making a decision about her based upon what she's doing running for office. Uh, all she's doing is showing that there can be relationships that are had uh, by people who are antithetically opposed to each other uh, because we've been forced to be opposed to each other by the media, by the left, by the Democrats. They are the ones who have destroyed this nation. You're right, Thomas. They've destroyed relationships. They've destroyed families. They've destroyed infrastructure. They've destroyed our cities. They've destroyed our election system. And now people are realizing that the only way that we're going to fix those things is by voting for the right. We have to vote for Republicans. We have to support America first. And we have to stop fighting each other when we do it. So I am comfortable with it. Uh, I also wanted to say that my friend Johnny V, his election integrity app, Votify Now, is now at the top of the Gateway Pundit. You guys can go to the Gateway Pundit. This new election integrity app, Votify Now, allows users to share election integrity concerns and irregularities nationwide. Very important, now that we have this uh, midterm election coming up, you need to download Votify Now on your phone right now so that if you see something, you can say something. You can review the reports of other people in your precinct. You can see if there's a pattern. You can upload pictures and videos of people stuffing ballot drop boxes. You can upload pictures and videos of, of people engaging in voter suppression or intimidation. Uh, this is an indelible tool that I think is going to become very, very handy in elections in the future. And again, it's free. It's free for you to download. It is free for you to use. Uh, and it's something that I think every single one of you should have on your phone. You can go to the Votify Now website for more information, votifynow.com. Or you can download the Votify Now app in your Apple App Store or Android App Store, uh, and it is completely free to use. It is uh, supported by Mark Fincham. Mark Fincham, of course, former guest on the show. He's going to be the new Secretary of State in Arizona, replacing Katie Hobbs. Uh, just uh, recently, my friend Johnny V was on the John Fredericks radio show. Uh, Precinct Strategy, my friend Dan uh, from Precinct Strategy, he is a big supporter of Votify Now. Votify Now is part of a multifaceted plan to ensure that we have election integrity come November. Make sure you donate it. Uh, Let me see. Slaybells72 says, hey, Red Pill, how do I find out who's America first in Indiana? Great show as always, guys. I do not have any specific contacts with people in Indiana. Um, but I would go and look and see if President Trump has endorsed anybody there in uh in Indiana specifically and see who they are aligned with. I would also call the people who are running in your area and ask them a very important question. Start off and ask them, what do you think about the results of the 2020 election? Okay, and if they tell you that they think it was stolen, then you're basically guaranteed that they're America first. You can also ask them point blank are you America first? Do you believe in the America first agenda? And if they have a problem telling you that, well, then, you know, then, you know, you've got a problem there right there. Uh, also, Low Country Brooklyn, she said, vote, oh, I'm sorry, it's votifynow.org, votifynow.org. Uh, so, Thomas, I, I have to ask, do you have Votify Now on your phone? I do not have it on
5: my phone, no. Download it now, dude. What the hell's your problem? <laughs> me get on the horn yeah no i think everyone let <laughs> everyone should definitely do that that's an awesome thing it's like a database all go into like gateway you know and, and then they can uh, spring it out from there which is awesome great tool to have for sure um especially if you're in those swing states we all know what those are yeah eyes on the ground and and record show people what's going on down there dangerous times we are in for sure when Absolutely. It comes to voting uh nonsense it's crazy man i've been seeing pictures like already coming out uh i think one was in arizona of of people stuffing ballots already in a car and people were doing their due diligence they were out there and they were filming it and it got big so that's all we need to do do your job if we can draw attention to the
4: irregularities that are taking place out there every day at every precinct in america if every single one of you watching the show downloads the app it's free so easy to do. And then you have your friends and family do the same thing. Then collectively, we can all be part of the surveillance grid, ensuring that people are not able to just go in and steal these precincts and intimidate voters and uh, and illegally campaign for Democrats when we get there. Uh, I want to go now to the next story. It also has to do with Kerry Lake. Uh, and I put this on the card because I thought that this was a uh, pretty incredible What's been the number one complaint that the mainstream media has had about us in the last couple of years, Thomas, ever since the 2020 election? What do they call us? They call us terrorists. election. Well, terrorists, oh, yeah. <laughs> election deniers. They call us election yeah. deniers. They act like questioning the results of the 2020 election, even though my lying eyes don't deceive me. Uh, the fact that Joe Biden uh, was labeled the most popular candidate in the history of this nation, even though the dude's a dementia patient, even though he couldn't go out on stage without getting a, a shot in the ass of some uh, speedball con- concoction. Uh, the fact that he has to have a, uh, uh, an earbud in and and uh, uh, his nurse Jill has to carry him around and show him when he needs to shake hands with a real life person because he's always trying to sniff somebody's hair and shake hands with the air and eat ice cream. Joe Biden, if he was given free reign Uh, would be a far greater embarrassment than he already is. But before we were labeled election deniers, Thomas, there were many, many instances of the Democrats being the first ones to deny the results of the election. And uh, Carrie Lake, because uh, Katie Hobbs won't debate her, she's doing her ask me anything tour. So she's going out and she's interacting directly with the people uh, this is a lot more than Carrie Lake does, you know, Carrie or excuse me, that, that Katie Hobbs does. Katie Hobbs hides in bathrooms. Katie Hobbs uh, will go out drinking with a couple of people from her campaign and uh, and, and you know, malign the people of Arizona, uh, getting really upset that they want to ask her questions and, and know about her record. But she essentially Carrie Lake essentially put together uh, a list of like one hundred and fifty times that the uh, Democrats have over the years questioned the results of the election. Uh, this is actually something that she brought up with uh, with Dana Bash. You know, um, this is not a conspiracy. This is something that's totally legitimate. And I don't begrudge the Democrats the right to challenge the election. I mean, think about how many times remember in 2016, Thomas, um, Kamala Harris, uh, Amy Klobuchar, uh, what's her name? Elizabeth Warren, the the Native American. Uh, All of them were out there campaigning hard about the uh, insecurity of our electronic voting machines. But then it got to be 2020 and nothing had changed. Nothing was any different. But suddenly, because the results had been flipped for Joe Biden, everybody was comfortable with it. And suddenly we were conspiracy theorists for wanting to know, Uh, what happened. Remember when uh, Brian Kemp supposedly stole the election from uh, from Stacey, Stacey Abrams? The I don't remember much about her other than she seems to be just a ravenous woman. You know, Stacey Abrams, one of the mass consumers of America, uh, just like, you know, sucking up data and spitting out ballots all over the state of Georgia. Uh, It happens over and over and over again. But It seems that there is this selective memory when it comes to the
5: mainstream media. Dude, of course. I think I showed a video, if you guys remember, because I know we have pretty much the same audience. Um, I showed a video of them talking about election fraud for like 15, 16 years. They've been talking Mm -hmm. about it forever. But every time it falls on their end, they're always they're piped down and shut up about it. I want to say something, too. I over uh, Saturday, Friday and Saturday, I went to the mountains. I'm in South Carolina, and I went to Georgia. The amount of Brian Kemp, uh, like whatever signage and everything, it was everywhere. Georgia, what are you doing? Do your research. It's got, dude. He's a joke. Here's the thing.
4: Here's the thing. At this point, Thomas, it's Brian Kemp or it's Stacey Abrams. You know, there there's no alternative. Uh, you know, either we just hand the state of Georgia willingly over to Stacey Abrams and her ilk, uh, or you know, it's the it's the the choice of a lesser evil. I mean, it, it is okay. I do. Yeah. Okay. So at this point, it looks like Brian Kemp is going to be the governor of Georgia again. So in another four years, we get an opportunity to elevate an America First candidate. Uh, I think that Georgia is one of those very problematic states. Uh, where dark, yeah. Uh, it, there is a lot of bad stuff happening there. Uh, people have, uh, essentially been controlling the election system, uh, for a very long time. And, uh, you know, I think that at the end of the day, uh, Brian Kemp is still going to be a better choice than Stacey Abrams. And, uh, it, it pains me, guys. It pains me to say that. Um, but really, you know, what choice do we have now?
2: Order now.
1: fighterflare.com
3: <laughs>
4: that we've we made it through the uh, the primary and I think it was pretty obvious that there was some hanky panky happening there in that primary Um, but here what do we have a choice now it it has to be
5: Ryan Kemp yeah you're right lesser of two evils for sure Mm -hmm. it just makes me sick that 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 because of the money that they have it's the same thing with like a Lindsey Graham it's like you can't take these people out You know, so quickly because they're so filthy rich. There's a lot of people out there that aren't they don't have that money to go out there and campaign and and take time away from their family. It's really difficult to do if you don't have much money to go up against somebody like Brian Kemp, who 100 percent is getting paid off by, I mean, anybody that you could think of. He's for sure black or not blacklisted, but uh, blackmailed uh for him to be out there same thing with St- uh, uh almost said Stephen Colbert he's blackmailed too uh with uh, uh Lindsey Graham it's the same thing i hate seeing his name every time he pops up it just stinks and uh i used to like uh tim scott my other senator now he's saying he wants to run for for president but he backs Lindsey Graham he backs all these things. it's like these middle of the, the road republicans who are just 100% bought and paid for Once you're awake, it it really is like a pain in the ass, man, just to continue to see these people. I'm so done seeing Lindsey Graham's face. I agree. I agree. So so, you know, here's
4: the thing, you know, change happens gradually. It took the people of this nation time to realize the error of their ways and to realize how bad a move it was to allow the Democrats to move into so many positions of power. Okay, so now we, we have this groundswell coming up. We have America first candidates. We have people who will not be voting for Democrats. And once we get the America firsters into the positions of power, then we're going to see the changes that had been pushed into the spotlight by the Democrats begin to abate. They're going to begin to wane away because problems are going to start to be solved and then once that happens, these new candidates that have come into office, they're going to be able to continue to run on their records. And we're going to have people who will realize that they must align themselves with them and that agenda if they want America to survive, if they want America to continue to thrive. Now, I, I, Van Halen said that we're going to be ashed if this continues, and I just, I just don't believe that. Uh, I truly believe that we are on the verge of witnessing a major change in power here in America. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And if God wants us to be uh, an ash pile, then so be it. There's nothing we can do about it. But at least we can go down saying we tried. That we did everything in our power to try to save this nation. Because I'll still be comfortable at the end of the day. If they want to cart me off to a concentration camp and call me a terrorist because, uh, you know, we weren't able to save America, I'll know that I did everything I could to make sure that, that didn't happen. And I'm still going home at the end of the day, and I'll be able to sleep at night. I think you guys should be able to sleep at night, too, knowing that you were part of one of the greatest movements on the history of planet Earth. To save the greatest nation that ever graced this planet. And if God wants it to be something different, then it will be something different. But I think God wants America to succeed. And I think God wants to see America return to the greatness that it was. And we will. But you need to act. Okay. You have to take part in that. Don't get black pilled. Don't drop out. Don't think that it's over, because if you give up, well, then there's an er there is a very important part of the piece of a very important piece of the puzzle that will no longer be there. And we're not going to be able to complete it. We need every one of you.
5: When you say stuff like, um, you know, once we get the, you know, these, you know, America first people in these campaigners going in there and and we can show people. You know, people already know, Zach. People already know how bad things are right now. They're looking yeah. at their grocery bill. They're looking at the gas bill. They're looking at everything. Um, once we can kind of flip that and make things better, why go back? Why would you go back and vote the other way? Like, this is gonna be so eye-opening for so many people. Nobody wants masks, nobody wants to be vaxxed, nobody wants to be held down. People want to make more money. It was so much better 2016 to 2020, even through COVID, even through Russia, 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 everything like that. We still managed to make money and do some of the, those were the four greatest years of my life. And I'm not the only one that thinks that there's a lot of people out there. I'm talking if you're black, white, Hispanic, Asian, they miss those times. They know how upside down, not only America, but how upside down the entire world is. Why would we go? back to this for a lot of people this is some of the worst times that people can ever remember Mm -hmm. it's been that bad man and what to go back to that i mean come on and just like you said earlier you know if i go down trying that's fantastic by me that's fantastic yep i'm not afraid to die i'm not afraid of any of that stuff i'm right i know where i know where my faith is i know where my headspace is i'm okay right it can't get much worse than this. Let's be honest. That's it's right. True. That's it. <clears throat> you yeah. Know,
4: I saw I saw the greatest years of my life when Donald Trump was president, despite Same. all of the all of the the horrors that they tried to push upon us, all of the witch hunts and the investigations. Donald Trump still made America great again, and he did it with our help. OK, and now in spite of Joe Biden and the Democrats, we are making America great again, again, and we're going to continue to make it better. To your point, why would we want to go back to there? Take a look at this. This man on screen here severely beat a Minnesota woman because he was upset she was wearing an America flag shirt. Okay, an American flag, the symbol of America. Racist. The very foundation of what it means, the sovereignty of our nation. And this prick can't handle it. Why do you think that is? I think it's because of the Democrats. I think it's because of the defunding of the police and the demonization of patriotism and patriots and America first. Okay. And I think that seeing something like this lights a fire under people's asses and it gets them to admit that, geez, oh, Pete's, how can we survive if this continues? I like when Van Halen says that we're going to be an ash pile if this continues. Well, you know, the only way it's not going to continue is enough people realize that they can't survive in a world like this. I, if I have to, can survive in a Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome type scenario. I don't want to survive in a Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome type scenario, and plenty of people won't survive in a Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome type scenario. Some guy like this comes up to me and it's all over, okay? This guy's not going to be beating anybody anymore. But we need to make sure that guys like this are no longer out in the streets and that they are not emboldened To beat people who care and love about their country, who want to represent everything that's good about this nation. Because if it wasn't for this beautiful country, then this jerk off wouldn't have even had the freedom to walk down the street and go after this woman. He shouldn't have had the ability to do that because I guarantee you he's a career criminal. I guarantee you he should have been off the streets in the first place. And I guarantee you we can trace this back to a bad decision by a do nothing leftist activist Democrat politician and or judge. Okay, and this is the perfect example of what's wrong with this nation and who caused the problems where we're at. We can't continue like this. It can't happen. If we want America to thrive, we've got to do something different.
5: And that's what's going to happen in November. Dude, this goes right back to the point that I made about almost at the beginning of the show where they've sown division within all of us. And I want us to go back to that. But again, I just said this. Walking down the street, when you walk up to a group of people who have blue hair, green hair, they're sketchy looking, I get fearful. Right. I'm I'm like I, I'm walking with my girl. I don't know what's going to happen. And it starts off with with a MAGA hat. If you I remember walking around the MAGA hat everywhere. I wasn't afraid. Mm-hmm. But then it got to the point where people were being assaulted. Now you can't wear an American flag hat mm-hmm. now, or a shirt. You can't have it hanging off your front porch like, uh, you know, any town USA. We can't do that now. What does that tell you where we're at? Look at how the communism and the Marxism and the socialism has just crept in. It started to creep. It's everywhere. We are boxed in. But guess what? We're coming back. We're taking back our country. Don't be so fearful. But again, you have to look in, around for your surroundings because something like this <clears throat> can happen to you. It can happen to me, anyone out there. Yep. I'm not saying live your life in fear. I'm just saying to this point, they created this. It was never like this. I would be terrified walking down the streets of Atlanta or New York or San Francisco for fear that someone's going to stick me with an AIDS needle or with a shank and take my wallet. True. It's true. You got to be never like this,
4: bro. No, no. That we can look. We can look at all these problems facing America and it's patently obvious where they began. It's patently obvious who caused them. And it's patently obvious what we have to do to make sure they don't keep happening. We got to vote Republican we got to elevate America first candidates. we got to support these people at the polls. we got to support these people in any possible way we can. And it's happening. It's working all across the nation. Democrats are getting their asses handed to them. And they also are finding it difficult to walk down the street or to put themselves into a position where they might be victimized by the very people they emboldened to victimize the American public. Case in point. That you or me. Okay, mm-hmm. sorry. I guess it's what? somebody else. Take take this as, as an example. In Seattle, there is a, a, a Marxist, I guess she's a city council member. Her name is Kashama Sawant, okay? And during the Summer of Love, she was like the number one proponent in Seattle of defunding the police. Well, they defunded the police, and guess what happened now? Oh, my gosh, my keyboard just died. Guess what happened? Now every night... <laughs> now every night the criminals that are wandering the streets of seattle throw bags of shit at her house her house is covered in human feces and oh, the my the, god the criminals that she stumped for are now making her life a living hell this is the logical conclusion of the defunding of police and the emboldening of the criminal element of america give up free drugs give people the ability to sleep anywhere they want to set up tents in a residential neighborhood and the next thing you know you got bags of poop flying at your house at midnight every
5: night why are they doing that what does she do to them like well i don't are they just because they're animals is that what it is <laughs> i don't know if it's because they're animals or if it's because they realize that she's still
4: uh, uh, an elitist leftist oh my god everything is dead hold on just a second they realize that she's a, a leftist and, uh, and, and and part of the problem. I mean, here's the thing, you know, I mean, the the, the communists, you know, they say eat the rich you know anybody who is above them in station or appears to be uh elevated in some way maybe they make more money uh maybe they're more popular people again goes back to ego and jealousy they want to knock these individuals down a peg they want to make everybody equal across the board and that means being equally poor equally as stupid uh equally uh, unable to uh to find jobs or uh, i guess to to get your drugs on the street whatever it might be but she is a member of the elite as a member of the Seattle City Council. And now she is
5: begging the police to come guard her home. Oh, yes. I wouldn't do it. No, I they're wouldn't not. They're not going to do it. They're not, not like, going Go f- <laughs> to. No. That is mm. hilarious. That, that karma's a bitch that that's 100 percent where that comes yes. from. came <clears> back <throat> to bite her in the ass. And that's exactly what happened. That is hilarious. And I'm glad that's happening. I, I hope nobody too. gets hurt. <clears throat> But it's pretty funny. Well, it's too, it's too late, Thomas. People are already getting hurt. I mean, think about all
4: the drugs. You know, you said it yourself. AIDS needles, crack pipes, uh, sure. you know, c- crystal meth rigs. I mean, I don't even know how you do that stuff. I mean, you just any way that you can get drugs right. into your body, you better bet that they're going to be laying like all over the ground in these public areas.
5: You know, you, what's go ahead. I was, I was going to say, could you even imagine for anybody that lives in Seattle or San Francisco or, or or any of these big metropolitan cities that have just gone down the toilet? Could you imagine? I feel sorry for you for living there. That would be so scary to raise your child in something like that. Would be insane. It's so dangerous. I'd be. Mean, I would move. I would move. <clears throat> I think a lot of people I know are it's moving. Expensive,
4: but do it. Huh? Yeah, a lot of people are moving. You know, I mean, like I think that yeah. the people, the diehard. Seattle, um, I guess, you know, acolytes, the ones who want to stay there. I mean, they wanted this world. They wanted beautiful to see there. this happen. It is beautiful. But, you know, I mean, is it beautiful enough to walk down uh, the street on, on piles of needles and, you know, risk slipping with your Birkenstocks and getting an AIDS needle stuck in your heel? I don't think so. It's not worth it to me to have to walk around piles of human crap. Okay, and it's certainly not worth it to me to have piles of shit thrown at my house. This woman was directly responsible for 20 percent of the Seattle police force losing their jobs. And so now she's calling them, uh, wanting them to come and guard her home all night. Why are you so special, Kashama? What is so special about you? The point is, you wanted this communist hellhole that you've made the people of Seattle have to exist in every day. You wanted to get rid of the police. There are not enough police out there to solve the criminal element, to solve these crimes, to investigate, or to stop people from throwing hot bags of shit at your house. (laughs) And so nobody's going to treat you special. Okay, this is equity. This is about equity and equality. And you are equally, you are equally respondent as the police are to people that have passed out from drug use at the bus stop. So- They'll get to you in time, and when you call nine one one, you're probably going to have to wait on hold for about forty minutes. I would imagine.
5: Ah, uh, you know, whatever, whatever <laughs> oh, it is, man. I love it. It's I funny. I'm glad we it. got to get touched on that story. I had not heard that, but uh, yeah, it's it's going to come back and and bite him in the ass for sure. Why wouldn't it?
4: I, I mean, I but we're going it. we're going to see this. We're we're going to see this happening here in November, and uh, and again, the only way that we can get there is through you, through your support. Through your direct action in your local area, got to be part of the problem. Excuse me, got to be part of the solution, and not be part of the problem. Have you? Okay, did you see what happened with Bubba Wallace? I mean, I know you're a a sports guy, and this NASCAR is kind of like a sport, right? I mean, did you see what he did? No, I did not. No. Okay, well, I mean, you remember what happened. I mean, you know, he claimed that somebody had hung a noose, noose, you know, even though like, you know, uh, uh, like tying a rope to the garage door and like, you know, pulling it down. I mean, that's just the way that they do that. If you ever worked in a shop, you've seen it before. But that was debunked. Bubba Wallace, uh, you know, he's not a particularly good driver, right? I mean, like he's just kind of middle of the road. And he needed sure. he needed that uh, that victim status so that people would rally around him. And, you know, he Listen. could kneel and put his you know fist up in the air and uh, people yeah. would, you know, and NASCAR's racist anyways, because it's from the south. And, you know, uh, I guess I don't know. I, I don't know that, that there is anything racist about NASCAR inherently. But Bubba Wallace got into uh, a, a fight with somebody. I think that the, the stress is getting to Bubba Wallace because he's not really that good. And he's not done anything to set himself aside from the pack, other than, like, that victim status mentality. So there was, uh, I guess, an accident on uh, on the uh, Las Vegas Motor Speedway, uh, and they kind of, like, hit each other anyways. They got out of the car, and Bubba Wallace attacked this dude. Uh, Bubba Wallace uh, started shoving this guy. I'm going to play this real quick for you guys, because I'm sure there's NASCAR fans out there. Look at this. Comes up to him. Real classy guy. Attacks him. Grabs him, pushes him around. The guy's like, what's your problem, dude? Get off me, Bubba. Get back, Bubba. Where's the decorum, Thomas? This is a Democrat here. It has to be the Democrats. Because, you know, uh, average everyday people, you, you know, there's a misunderstanding. You know, if you if let's say you're at the grocery store. Okay. OK, somebody bumps into you with your cart. The first thing you're going to do is pull a Bubba Wallace and shove him into the, the frozen meats aisle. I don't think so. Well,
5: I have southern hospitality. I'm yeah. a southern gentleman. Uh, Yeah, you know, I mean, this is just another thing. You know, it, things probably aren't going well for him. Do fights take place in NASCAR? I've seen a handful of them. I don't really watch NASCAR. I don't really watch sports anymore because of the uh, woke ideology that is, uh completely ruined it all. It used to be somewhat watchable, um, but you know, yeah, he's he's probably it's just another publicity stunt. It's not going to land him anywhere. They'll probably say that the other driver was a racist or something like that, and then and then that's it. And then you're in the news. You know how fast the narrative moves and how fast these stories change? Like, he's, it's just going to happen for a blip in a second, and then it's over with. You know, Bubba Watson, you're grasping at straws there, pal. You're grasping at straws, and 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 if you're not winning, if you're not pulling in cash and though... Uh, then you're going to lose sponsors. You're going to lose pretty much everything. You'll lose your career, be back on a dirt track somewhere in Darlington, South Carolina. You know, I mean, it's a, you know, it's about over for you, buddy boy. That's that's the thing, man. That's the thing. So, so bu- that's Bubba, where we're at, man. Bubba still
4: has McDonald's as a sponsor, you know, so he can't be doing like that bad. He's uh, no, he's a millionaire, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, he's he's definitely a millionaire. Bubba Wallace, but anyways, it's it's in poor form. All right, guys, listen, we are getting down. I think McDonald's should pull their sponsorship. That's right. uh you, you know that's actually True. something. You know why don't why don't you guys contact McDonald's and say you know I'm not going to eat at McDonald's anymore because of the lack of decorum from Bubba Wallace uh, in yeah. the NASCAR in the L.A. Uh, Speedway, whatever that was, and, uh, and just let them, let them know you know I'm not going to buy my Big Macs here anymore because. Uh, You know, Bubba Wallace, he doesn't know how to behave himself. He's a man child. He's an overgrown, uh, spoiled brat. You know, I mean, like, you know, hey, it's NASCAR. You guys, people's cars are going to, you know, bump into each other every now and then. Get over it. Uh, The Great Mm -hmm. Gadsden says, you are telling the truth, Zach. My neighbor is a Seattle PD, and he said it is a literal circus down there. Super unsafe, and the PD are not allowed to do anything about it.
5: How scared would you
4: be if you were a cop? Holy huh. Lord. Absolutely. You know, I mean, and like, you know, sure, the last thing I'm doing to you is going to your house, kashwarma. You know, I mean, like, you know, OK, you wanted to defund the police. You got your wish, babe. OK, we're just not going to go to your block anymore. Like that's 100 uh, percent. Great Gadsden. Thank you very much for uh, letting us know that uh, I uh, I hope that uh, the, the uh, police officers of these areas are safe. I mean, like these guys, these gals, they didn't ask for this stuff. You know, I mean, like they want to do their job. They want to keep people safe. They want to enforce the law. They want to, uh, you know, keep law and order, keep the peace, man. And you've got these crazy Democrats who have made it so difficult for them. Fear not. Things are going to be changing in November. Things are going to go back to normal in many different areas, and they're going to reallocate uh, the uh, the crybaby budgets. Uh, the uh, uh, what do they got? The social workers that show up uh, to the uh, the hostage type situations. Let's just let's put it into the SWAT teams. Okay, get you guys what you need. Let's uh, let's make sure that you're safe. Maybe some bulletproof helmets. Uh, you know, definitely some implements of uh, of safety, and you know, make sure you guys uh, need not a thing get yourself safe enforce Love the it. law yeah get some cops on the beat enforce the law we need cops that actually are going into communities making relationships with people showing them that they're not the enemies okay enforcing the law in a in, in the proper way okay what happens is you know in situations like this i mean the cops they 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 get like you know pent up and and they're like, you know, I want to do the right thing. And then like, you know, all of a sudden they, they can't do anything unless it's the worst possible scenario. And God, did you see that guy, the cop that shot that kid at McDonald's? No. Okay. This was the worst. Oh God. I think this was in Vegas. This cop was in the wrong, completely in the wrong. He showed up to McDonald's for one call and he sees a car that he thinks is a car that evaded him the night before. OK, it's a 17 year old kid and his girlfriend eating a Big Mac in the front seat, just sitting there. The cop oh. comes up, opens the door and he's like, get out. And the, the kid's like, what, what? And he throws it into reverse and he's like, you know, get out now. And he start and He pulls his gun. He empties like a full clip and a half into this dude and the car. I don't even know if the kid's alive. All right. But the kid just freaked out and drove away. The cop, his life was never in danger. The car was never going to run over him. It was a totally bad shooting. He was fired immediately. The video went viral. This kid was in a coma. He might be dead at this point. Um, But like this is an example of how not the law enforcement. Okay, how not to get out there and do the job. This guy was a rookie. Basically, I think he'd been on the job over a year or something like that. But bro should have known better. Uh, And now he's going to he's going to have criminal charges as a result of that. Um, But, you know, I think that uh, this is this is endemic of what's happened as a result of the Democrats. You know, I mean, like their policies in place, you know, neutering the cops and then, uh, you know, only allowing them to do certain things. And so maybe people get a little bit um, trigger happy. But, uh, you know, just be careful out there, guys. You know, I mean, like most cops want to do their jobs and they want to keep people safe. Uh, You know, there's a couple of bad apples. We got idiots in every profession. Let's just be really honest about it. Even in podcasting. (laughs) This is true. I will say this. Oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. No, no,
5: no, you go ahead. I just want to end on this like really quick. I've actually seen it the other way. Like, you know, I like to go out. I like to have a good time. I'll go to a ball game or whatever downtown. Um, And I've actually seen the opposite way uh, of a lot of cops are becoming so much more lenient because they're so scared to get kicked off the force, lose their pension. They don't want to do this. This is in South Carolina. I'm seeing it everywhere. When I, was, uh, I went to the mountains for Oktoberfest, I, I saw the exact same thing. Uh, there were a lot of cops that were just, they're just kind of minding their own business because they don't want anything to go sideways. Yeah. And that also makes for a dangerous situation as well. Let me know in the chat, guys, or in the comments, if, you- if you've noticed that in your town, if they've become actually more lenient for fear of losing their job and their pension because of uh, the way that the Democrats have aligned everything now. Very interesting to me, man.
4: Uh, yeah, I think we're seeing it both ways. You know, yeah, for sure. People, people they don't want to get lawsuits. Uh, so, you know, and they don't want to have uh, the public officials coming down on them. I mean, I think it was uh, Illinois. Was, we talked about this before. Where like, basically, you can be guilty of kidnapping and they're just like no cash bail. You know, like you, you, pull a gun on, on somebody and like, you know, tell them to get into your car and, and then you don't let them go for a couple of days. And, uh, and all you gotta do is turn yourself in and then you just walk back out the door again. You know, I mean, like, no big deal. But, lawlessness. Yeah. Complete and total lawlessness. So, all right. Yeah, listen, man. guys, we're, we're gonna go through the, uh, the super chats over here on the foxhole. Redeemed Patriot said, thank you for, for what you do. Big Mamu and Nikki the Greek dropping cookies. Fringe Dweller says, good morning, boys. Starface 15 says, you are awesome, Zach. You are awesome, Starface. Khaleesi 2020, uh, American flags and unvaccinated. Pure blood till the day I die. Lou Envy says, is Zach having flannel shirt envy? Nah, yeah, that's right. I can wear the flannel shirts at night when I walk the dogs because it does get a little bit chilly in the wintertime here at night. Who cares? Says good afternoon, Zach and folks. Good afternoon to you, too. Sean, Joe, thank you for that cookie. Tracy S. says, I don't know Tulsi's heart, but during the presidential debate, I wondered why she was on the Dem ticket. I think that she's one of those people who just, you know, had been a Democrat for so long and and just couldn't, I I guess, reconcile the idea that maybe her party had uh, left her behind. They had become too radical. Uh, So now I'm hoping that she's going to have a, uh, a, you know, a, a change of heart. And she truly is going to be America first. But again, she's not running for president. I'm not voting for her. Maybe the people of Hawaii can take her up on that. Uh, Low Country Brooklyn says they have created a plethora of ways to try and lower our frequency. Full armor of God and hold the line. Amen. Uh, rise attire. Is there a site with a master directory of all America first candidates? If not, there needs to be. Not that I know of, but I know that President Trump, I believe, has a list of people that he's endorsed. Uh, also, rise? R- rise com. you can get your uh, uh, Ultra MAGA collection, your Red Pill 78 gear. It's all there at com. the best clothing on the market. Nakaz 808 says, even though people don't trust Tulsi, she should run for Hawaii Senate – Kick out Schatz and Hirona, worst two senators. I think that Tulsi oh. is perfect for Hawaii, okay? Hawaii is indicative of the problems that we see all over America. It's a liberal place. So you're going to have a really hard time having uh, a Kerry Lake get elected there. But you could get a Tulsi Gambert elected. Uh, Brooklyn also says DJT Indiana. You can actually look at... This link right here, Politico, it's on Politico from April. Trump-backed candidates that won Ohio and Indiana primaries. J.R. Majewski is among them. Uh over on Rumble, uh, 2 to Sacred JM says, I said you were always wrong, but I was wrong. I love you, brother. Thank you so much. I knew you weren't being serious. Uh Warrior Mima says, Hi, Zach and Thomas, we are all terrorist election deniers. That's right. I am ah! a proud right-wing extremist election That's denier right here. Jack McMick, thank you for that. Cookie Lou An V says, maybe now that the guidestones are gone, a curse is lifted from Georgia. Amen. Let's go ahead and Whoa, play, play okay. it like it is. That's great. Uh Starface 15 says, thanks, Zach. Tracy S says, Thomas, please stop with the blue hair thing. I like my hair blue. She actually does have blue hair. Not all blue hairs are weirdos. But uh, you gotta you gotta admit, Tracy, blue hair weirdo, it just kind of rolls off the tongue. But you can also say blue hair patriots. Huh? Uh, because we got them both. There are blue-haired patriots out there. You know, you, sometimes purple. You, you just got to go funky. Uh, a boneless chicken says, keep an eye on the big bank bankruptcies. Signs of life for the good guys. Amen. Daisy Chains, thank you for the shades. And a- Allen Godwins, thank you very much for the can. All right, you guys, that's all we got for you today. I am going to be back later on this afternoon with another episode of Red Pill News. Today is Tuesday. Uh, tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern, I have Altered State with my co-host, Brad Getz, And then on Thursday, after Occam's Razor and Red Pill News, I have taken it back with Frank and
5: Adel. What do you got coming up, Thomas? Hey, so today at 4 p.m., make sure you tune in for the True Reporting live stream with my co-host, Brett Collins. We got a lot going on. We got all the links up right here today. Uh, So follow us on Rumble and also on Fox. that's where that'll be going. And uh, yeah, that's about it, guys. Big, big shout out to um, Absolute 1776. Huge show on Sunday. Make sure you go back and watch that. I like how we get conspiratorial sometimes. So make sure you check that out, folks, for sure. I also um, yeah. interviewed
4: Paul, oh my gosh, I interviewed Paul on um, on uh, on Friday, and hold on just a second, I just saw that somebody in the chat said that I didn't read their buy-me-a-coffee, it didn't give me the notification before the show was over, so thank you for reminding me, and I'm going to do it right now, it's also kicked me out of the app, every time this happens I get really nervous um, that they might have booted me for Bro, good. Bro, because- I get that way too. It's really stressful, but um, here we go, border town mom, she said at one point, the Israelites were stuck between the enemy, Egypt, and the Red Sea, but God delivered via his own plan. Amen. People forget that we have been forced into adversity at so many points in the history of mankind. This is nothing new, guys. God is just testing us. God is leading us to a better world. Yes, we're going to have to fight. Yes, we're going to have to face more than one enemy at a time. Uh, but I would approve, uh, excuse me, I would appreciate if we weren't facing ourselves. Uh, you know, we can do that on our own. Just be the best person you can be. Make sure you fight for what you believe in. Uh, let's see. Uh, someone said, enjoy your insight, appreciate your hard work and love how you support your fellow streamers. Thank you very, very much. And I just need to make sure there's nothing over here on Cash App as well. Uh, yes, I thanked everyone for those as well. Border Town Mom, I love you. Thank you very much for uh, saying something uh, because I hate it. I hate it when I forget to shout out people. Uh, who sent uh, who sent donations I also have a couple of pieces of mail that I need to uh, uh, that I need to mention and I will probably do that on Thursday I forgot to bring the box in here um, but I do need to say thank you to Gaffery he sent me an awesome shirt uh, there was uh, also a gift from uh, somebody said they were cute but I know they're not really cute but it was uh, a couple of uh, yeti tumblers for myself and Lisa so thank you very much Whoa. there's a couple of other things in there I just don't remember off the top of my head but I love every single time I get to go to the mailbox and I get something from you guys or really means a lot i got i got a couple of books that are coming some people i'm going to be interviewing i can't wait to read those uh yeah but at the end of the day you guys are awesome and thomas and i wouldn't be able to do this without you really appreciate every single one of you and don't forget keep fighting for america because she's worth saving and god wins in the end the devil will not conquer us and that's only because of you guys thomas i love you You guys out in the audience, I love you too. Good luck. God bless. We'll see you tonight.